Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD 2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. Every day we sit down and we talk about food. Simple enough. And uh, we do this in a pleasurable environment with a lot of laughs and a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, taking seriously... Uh, the kinds of things you hear from gourmets and winemakers and all that. It's a lot of fun in its own way, but, uh, you know, sometimes we get caught in our own propentious, propentious, that's not even a word, I don't think. Well, anyway, we we try to get it, and we usually fail. And uh, uh, so, are you thinking pretentiousness? Pretentious, <laughs> pertentiousness, paratentious, I don't know. Two six zero six three six eight is the number, and we are talking about nothing but food. Well, and that's we the have story. been talking about pastrami mm-hmm. and uh, hamburgers, although we're not going back there. Yeah, let's do something else. And uh, baked Alaska almond paste is your edible dictionary word for the day, Tom. Yeah, I wish uh, our our very own. Mary, Baker was Mary here, Lee, mm-hmm. uh, who does pastries and cakes and really does astonishingly beautiful. Uh, and she doesn't cakes. like doing almond paste. That's what I've heard is that people who, who she use doesn't like the flavor of almond extract, although mm. she is requested often enough to make cakes that taste like almond. She um, it's not a favorite of hers. Anyway, you also mentioned Gâteau du Roi in here, mm-hmm. the king cake, which is the actual king cake from France and uh, is very much like an, a, a cake rather than what we call the king cake. Anybody had any good king cake lately? I know that we're obsessed ooh, with that. Ooh, you I think that that here. is an oxymoron, good king cake, but... Um, oh, no, not... No. I am of a minority opinion on that, that's Wait, for sure. You had to be in a certain place at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And that would have been about two weeks ago, we had Jean-Luc Albin. Yeah. Here. And Jean-Luc is, first of all, and he this, he'd be the first one to tell you, he is a French chef and everything that that implies. And he really does, and he really is good at it. And we had this huge bunch of... Uh, uh, various kinds of, of uh, puff pastries and not-so-puff pastries and uh, just beautiful work in that whole uh, uh, ability. I'm, I'm, I'm stumbling all over myself because uh, the guy is just so so adept at what he does that uh, you, it's like, where have I ever You're been in, in my life? Him. Yes. Yeah, I mean, just mm-hmm. – and, and also he's a very good friend going back decades literally he's yeah. a, a, one of the great new orleans uh culinary figures uh in the history of the of the For places sure he's. anyway so jean-luc albin he, he has his own bakery 
uh, in Metairie. You know where the Ruth's Chris Steakhouse is on Veterans Highway? If you were to look behind there about a block, just head toward the lake about a block from Veterans, that's where his bakery is. And, and you can order anything you want from him. And his king cakes are blow-your-minds collections of uh, things that you can dazzle people with. It's just it's outstanding and wild. Anyway, yes. so uh, so Jean-Luc, and that's a couple of things that are going on, but he sure ain't the only one. There's I'd plenty love of to things. tune into the show, Tom, but I'm busy oh, looking at my hell with it then. <laughs> I'm busy looking on my phone for the news story about the Delta flight that returned to the airport as a frequent uh, departer of LAX on Delta flights. I was wondering if it's the one that I usually take, but it wasn't. It was going to Shanghai. Well, if it does happen, I do have to save you uh, Uh some Biscoff. So you didn't finish it. I was was impressed that you had already finished that giant uh, container of or package of Biscoff. Our, uh, By the way, I, I meant to take those out and put them into something that wasn't saturated with whatever the TSA uses to check important things like Biscoff cookies, mm-hmm. but but it has whatever that substance is all well, over it. Just to so just to keep leak leak just to keep people from like oh, <laughs> I don't want to say that either to keep people from liking me. As far as I can possibly do, uh, and being as I am a pretty good uh, friend of uh, a lot of the chefs and everybody, whenever I get uh, anything like these uh, biscotti, so-called because their name is... Well, it's actually not biscotti. It's just a ginger cookie, but it's biscoff is the name of the brand. Yeah. And what it means is... uh, is, uh, uh, coffee is one of it, and and uh, biscuit, biscuit and coffee. That's what it's trying to say. And they only give these out on on uh, Delta. I've never seen them on I any know. airline. It's and, like their signature cookie. But whenever I go there, I ask them to. Uh, well, I ask my wife. You you keep up with this? I I always uh, feel compelled to bring you as many of those as possible. But yeah. then by doing that, that means that I don't get to eat the Cheez-Its that I never eat except oh. on Delta flights you or are, the almonds. You are surely. So I bought you a bag, uh, and that way I could go ahead and eat the Cheez-Its. Although they, they are now whole grains, so that takes a little of their Well, here's away. what they sound like. Thank you. That's mm. titillating. <laughs> These things are so good. I can't. They're perfect with coffee, which is what they're designed for. Yeah, I mm. guess. Um, well, it's a good thing it's not really biscotti, Tom, because you've declared more than a few times that you don't have the teeth for biscotti. Your sister makes a good um, homemade biscotti. She does. My sister. I'm not a fan. Yeah, Judy. I'm not a fan of. Judy makes biscotti? That you've had many times. Uh, You know, I'm not a fan of uh, biscotti. It's it's um it's unpleasant to eat. Oh God, no! It's it's so good. And it's not because I don't have teeth that are up to the challenge. It's that I don't want to work that hard. You know, I um 
I'm trying. It was like we were talking about Melba toast yesterday, mm-hmm. and Doug was saying that Melba toast. He had the same reaction to Melba toast that you do, which is that it's really, really hard on your teeth. You know what else is hard on your teeth? But I don't care. Mm-hmm. Belgard bread. Yeah, you know there are a lot of people who are it's, wild over it. I must say, I am wild enough for a lot of people, but toasted. I'm, I'm not one. It's a real cruncher. It's a, and, I and wish it were I feel a like if you're crunching because... something and a person in the next room can hear it, that's probably a little too crunchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, I'll let it go with that. <clears throat> anyway, 2606368 is the number. Mm-hmm. We were talking about pastrami on the last uh, in the last hour. Let's go to something And we else. were talking about burgers, and we were talking about this little burger place inside Le Parker Meridian, which is now called just the Parker in Midtown Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's one of those things that <laughs> I'm such a sucker. I read about it and then I have to go there, and I go there and I go, oh come on, really? I don't have that experience all the time, but I do have it often enough that I need to quit reading about stuff. We were also talking about Red's Chinese in the last hour as it pertains to pastrami, because even though I have a very strong recollection of Red's Chinese. Uh, it is not not in any way pertaining to, pertaining 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 uh, pertaining to food. It is really about the temperature in Red's Chinese years ago, and I think it's been renovated since then. In the back room <clears throat> on a summer day, mm-hmm. but I did think that I recalled that there was some rice dish on the menu that had pastrami in it. And in fact, it was not the rice that I thought, but it was a rice cake. And um, and I'm going to read it off the menu because there is, if you want pastrami in your Chinese food, that can be had at Red's Chinese. It is a pastrami. It's I think it's it's not a it, it is a an entree I believe. Anyway, it's um, I'm going I'm getting to it I'm getting to it. It's, there's Hawaiian fried rice. There's all kinds of fried rice. It's kung pao pastrami, which is a rice cake with chili, with the holy trinity. With scallions and sesame seed, and I guess pastrami. Uh, I've I've been there. I think Chinese is a really kind of eclectic, cool place. Oh, eclectic is to put it mildly. (laughs) This is this is a place where the the times I went, which were somewhere. How many times have you gone? Really? Oh, three or four. Have you really that many? And and the the one thing that actually drove me out was the fact drove me out. It was that. It was so blasted hot in there. Well, that's what I'm it, saying. It, this, this was you went in the summertime. And, you know, oh, it was awful. <laughs> we're gonna have to and, go back in the, in the winter. And the food they were trying to do is like uh, rolling dice or it's something. It's eclectic. I'll say it's eclectic. You, you're New gonna, Orleans Chinese. You hipster. are gonna wear out that word. Eclectic yeah. hipster eclectic. Chinese. It's um, it, you know, it, <laughs> it's the kind of place where first of all. I mean, this whole Bywater, St. Claude corridor, you know, we're too old for that. 
that, but that's true. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But but it's it's a quirky place. It's this ramshackle building that looks like it's you know someone's mother-in-law apartment over someone's ramshackle house with jealousy windows mm-hmm. and the the sign for it is uh just a red square that's it yeah. if you didn't know it was a restaurant you would i don't right. know what you would think it was well, anyway you walk in and there's a bar that goes kind of all the way to the back unless it's renovated and we need to go see if it's be. been renovated but you go into the back room, and that's where we sat. That was very uncomfortable. But um, better than you than me. But I thought the food was good. I thought the Did food you? was really, yeah. I thought it was really interesting. And I, I've meant to go back, and now obviously not that much because it's been four years. But it's not, it's not my kind of place, like you know, vibe-wise for sure. There we are. But that goes to show you how good I think the food was, because even the place did not detract enough from my opinion of the food that I didn't want to go back. Okay. So, well, so uh, that goes to show you I'm that you. that they've got something going on there cuz I'm, you know, basically a pill. 2606368 is the number. And it's the food show and I've got something over here out of our almanac. And that this is something I it's a television show that I remember very vividly as watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was quite a while uh, and it was um, the host was, you remember Andy Rooney on Channel 4 over here in the Who was CBS? off the air. Yeah, he was part of 60 bit Minutes. as offensive as on the air. Okay, so you remember. <laughs> and he would uh, just come in there and, yeah, he kind of was offensive. He, would he just, was just He would tell you, what? You know, it's solid gold. It's not good enough. You know, in, and, in broadcasting, there are people who are completely different. Off the air, as on the air. Well, that's and certainly as a young broadcaster, a naive young thing. There, ha- I had a reaction like this very often early in my career. Not so much anymore, but it was like this. <gasps> uh, well, anyway, uh, the reason I bring all this up is that today is uh, in 1919. He was born of Andy Rooney uh, until he died in 2011. Uh, he was this quirky, funny, iconoclastic uh, uh, feature reporter on CBS's uh, 60 Minutes. And the first I ever heard of the guy was uh, a special he made in the late 1970s called Mr. Rooney Goes to Dinner. And I thought, well, I'd better watch this. In it, he gave his philosophy of dining. Most of his tenets were along the lines of never eat in a restaurant that has an open sign in the window. Because if they're in any good, they wouldn't need to tell anybody that they're open. <laughs> and he, ba-dum, ba-dum. he he did this, and I remember... <laughs> did I really just do that? It's it, so scary. Go ahead. Uh, well, it's just going on. The most it's interesting, something that you would do, Tom. Most interesting part of the uh, this piece he did on TV... Uh, he showed two visits that he made to Antoine's. One of them he made anonymously with a hidden camera, and the other one was with a full camera crew, very much in evidence. You could see he was there, uh, both with the full uh, PR treatment. So it was kind of embarrassing for Antoine's, 
and it was especially for that way for the waiters who uh, whose identity I cannot tell you because I don't know. Rooney said that all sorts of malfeasances had occurred on his anonymous visit, and that the waiter who was so accommodating when they were, had the camera rolling was the same one who treated him shabbily the very day before. So, uh, yeah. I want to make it clear that this goes back to the 70s. 70s, yeah. When Antoine's was uh, considerably less thought of than it is now. This is the pre uh, Rick Blunt days where it's completely different yeah. than it was back in that day. I mean, pre Katrina, it was way different. 260 is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Hi, it's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Nice to be here with you talking about food, about restaurants, about cooking, about wine, about anything you think is delicious. We'll even listen to you if you have some stuff that you don't think is too delicious and ought to be more delicious than it actually is. You could call us and we'll uh, see if anything can be done about that. But uh, probably there won't be. You never know. But we could talk about it anyhow and have some fun with it. Candy well, is waiting to do that. Candy is here. Really? Mm-hmm. Candy, welcome Especially. to the food show. Huh? Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate it. Long time so listener. Anyway, Mary Ann, yes. you're never too old to try new places. And I'm Wait, glad I... you said you would go back to Red's Chinese. You said that the scene along St. Uh, Claude Avenue that you and Tom were too old for. Um, and I'm much older than both of you and enjoy going down there and trying all of the different places that have opened up. So which ones are those that you like? Well, I do like bread Chinese. I like kebabs. I love the um, the St. Rock Market. Oh, yeah, okay? oh, absolutely. Who that, yeah. who that coffee shop, um, Siberia. There are many places. Now, you have to be a little adventurous as far as the neighborhood is concerned, okay? And take yourself out of your comfort zone. It is definitely that. Definitely that. Be ready to experience all that is new and that is uh, being offered down there. And as I said, I'm much older than you and Tom. Okay, so let me ask you a couple of questions. All right, sure. let me ask you a couple of questions. If sure. you've been to Reds lately, and I'm going to go to Reds soon because I do like Reds, uh, have they done a renovation? Have they fixed that air conditioning problem? Uh, you know, I've gone, it was in the past couple of months, and they really haven't needed the air conditioning. So okay. I can't tell, I, I couldn't tell So you. It, when you walk you know, in, they still have the long bar that takes you to the back yeah. room and all that? Yes, yes. Okay, so they haven't, yeah. so they haven't done anything. Okay. Um right. So, have you been to Arabella Casa de Pasta? No, I have not gone there yet. Okay. And the the other one that you mentioned, you said that you like to go to? Oh, have you all been to Houdat? No. Houdat Coffee no, I Shop? No, I don't drink coffee, so I don't, you I, don't it's not go, a place. You're not going for the, you're not going for the <laughs> coffee. They, they're on the corner of uh, Burgundy, or Burgundy. And um, Mandeville, they opened as strictly a coffee shop right after Katrina. Little Winky Dinky, one of the few places that opened right after Katrina, they went in and they opened. Um, Uh And since then, 
they have a full menu, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, do some outstanding dishes. Uh, Their pastries are good and their coffee is good. But it's now called, it's not Hudak Coffee Shop anymore. I'm kind of dating myself and them. It's Hudak Cafe. Hudak Cafe, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, It's right now. Oh, you know what? And the reason I'm just thinking, you also mentioned that you went to Hotel Peter and Paul. Yes. Uh-huh. A while back, the, did you you went to the Elysian Bar, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah, and you didn't seem too enthusiastic. I am not. Either. Yes, correct. That is okay. correct. <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to say this, and please don't take offense. I don't mean it that way. You know, as an older person, sometimes we just have to accept what's going on around us. <laughs> and try We're, seriously now come on you, no i think that's, you, i'm not i'm not offended i'm just charmed by how you are phrasing that go ahead okay because i mean i don't go there every evening for a drink or i don't go there even once a month but when i do go and when i do bring visitors they're charmed uh-huh you know, and they have a lovely outdoor seating area. No, oh, they they, they do. Perfect. They they yeah, totally do. If only there was anything like to eat or drink there. Are you serious to drink? Yeah, I'm totally serious. Oh my gosh! Did you I'm speak totally to the bartenders? Oh well, I see. I'm not a drinker, but I don't do vegan so well. Like, I'm sorry, I I refuse oh. to accept. The um, oh, premise I don't do vegan that either. vegan ice no, cream no. is ice yeah. cream. No, I don't do vegan, but their Brussels sprouts, and that just came to, came to mind. Their Brussels sprouts are delicious. Okay, I like so, Brussels sprouts. Uh, that's a, a big thing now. And if you speak with the bartenders, they will come up with something non-alcoholic for you that will just blow you away and compliment your food. Okay, Candy. Come on, Mary I promise. I promise you this. You have my word. When the weather is a little bit better in the spring, I'm going to go to Peter and Paul. I'm going to sit in that charming courtyard, and I'm going to charge the bartender with giving me something non-alcoholic that will wow me. Okay, I promise you. There you go. Okay. All right. And I'm still going to I'm still going to snub my nose up at all the vegan crap. Go ahead. What? <laughs> I don't blame you. I snub my nose too. I'm not a vegan by any stretch okay. of the imagination. Yeah. I would I, you know, I remember years ago when we were supposed to give up meat for I think a week or something. Yeah. And I forget that. After the third day, I was done. Yeah, but I mean no. it's like you I I, I kind of disagree with you in the fact that you have to just get on board with things. I I don't think you have to get on board with things. I think there's different strokes for different folks. And that if too, people yes. want to go to the true food kitchen and say that's the most delicious food they've ever eaten. Great. Do it. Do it. But don't right, tell me right, that right. I have to say it because it's not true to me. And, yep, correct. It's not to true me. for you. And it's I totally agree with you on that. But yeah. open up there a little bit, kiddo. It'll be great. <laughs> how could she How could she not open up more than I open up? <laughs> I'm trying oh, to think Tom. of another place I'm curious about down there. Um there's a place called the Sneaky Pickle, which just reopened. And yes. the fact 
that the fact that he's a veteran makes me want to go patronize the place, but I can't. I, can't. I don't know if I can. Get over the neighborhood. <laughs> Get over. That's what it is, Marianne. Come on. Let me tell you. I'm sorry. And I feel like, here's the way I feel, Candy. There are what? enough people, 30 and under, <laughs> to embrace the neighborhood that they don't need me. Oh, but you see, you're cutting off a part. You're cutting, cutting off, off an experience. You're cutting off an experience. Mm. It you know what? Hurt you. I don't necessarily need to smoke a hookah either. And right, if that right, makes correct. me cutting off an experience, then so be it. <laughs> we're talking about food. We're talking. No, we're well, talking I thought we were talking about, about experiences. We're so it's talking like, about you know, neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're just, uh, you know, I, I promise you this. You got this out of me, Candy. I'm going to Peter and Paul. I'm going to have okay, the bartender okay. give me a drink. And you're just going to have to settle for that. Boy, that's, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, sharing all that with I am going back to Red's Chinese, too, because I do like Red's Chinese. Okay. Great. Lord knows great. why. I appreciate oh. it, and I love listening to the two of you. So Thank keep you. up the great Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. When you get ready to go to, when you we have another caller, I think. Or did we go into a break? What'd you say, Doug? Yeah. Oh, All Don, right. hang on, Don. We're coming. We're coming to you. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. You're listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. We're starting to crawl out of uh, the cold side of the year, but you know, not not a whole lot. Uh, but it's uh, getting more and more comfortable to be outside and going out for other reasons. And the, this is a program that uh, helps you in, in case you need any help or if you like help or I, there ideas from other people who go around and check out the restaurants in town and the music and all that. You know, there's so much to do in New Orleans. You could spend the rest of your life doing it and uh, do it all over again 20 times and still be uh, enjoying yourself. Let's go to Don, who Don helps us. Don is here. I, I almost forgot you, Don. Almost. Come on in. Welcome to the food show. Now, which Don is this? We have about 15 of them. It's Don the Gourmet Neighbor. <laughs> Don the Gourmet no, it's, Neighbor. It's, it's oh, the only it's Don that counts. You, it's the only <laughs> Don that counts. Hey, uh, agree, or, uh, agree or not, we had, uh, it was two weeks ago, or was it just one? I, I, I lose track of this. You were the guest host that day, and I was mm-hmm. with you because, you know, they don't know what to do with me when they're not working. A week and a half, yeah. Uh, anyway, week so and a half. Um, there you go. I thought it was uh, – I thought that was really uh, a fun, interesting day. I hope you did, too. That's why we need him. I, I, go ahead. I did, too. And, you know, I, I was calling for something else, but I got sidetracked with Doug because I had brought Doug a care package just to get his uh, feel – on my lazy jambalaya that Marianne just put the kibosh on. Uh. So I, dro- I dropped that to Doug. Doug, how was that jambalaya, Doug? That, uh, <laughs> let, let me tell you, okay, the, the meat to rice was, uh, was just right. Okay, The meat okay. to rice factor was just right. Now, the heat to, uh, to, of, a, of a person who's lived in New Orleans for a long time and who holds in his left hand a shaker of uh, Cajun... <laughs> stuff you know right because everything else is just tasteless this was wonderful this did not need anything at all Uh it was just beautiful and marianne 
I must say that if you dislike this, you have no taste. Okay. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Oh, but we will and, and reluctantly we... forgive you. There you go. And thank, thank you, Doug. And I'm telling you, Marianne, everywhere that I make this jambalaya, people think that I have slaved for hours. All right. Everyone wants the ma- They all want it. They all want it. What I'm do you people you. want from me? First, Candy <laughs> wants me to go hang out in the Marini. And oh, now you want about. me to eat your canned jambalaya. It's, fa- it's fantastic. You would never know. You would never in a million years know that it was all from cans. Never. Okay. So never. so you have to invite me to one of your fabulous parties and serve it, go. and I'm going to come and eat it. Okay? We will, we, we will do that. Speaking of which, now, how was your party last night? I know you had one. I actually went to uh, a neighbor's party last night, and it was great. Mm. Okay. I, I, we went upstairs. Why, uh, we went upstairs. Why, why were we not uh, invited? Well, the neighbor doesn't know us, but well, so but, Don, uh, but Don is going to invite <laughs> us to one of his parties. Yes, I will invite you to the next soiree. Yes, he now, has them all bring, the time. I think we that ought to be dressed up for that. By the way, if I could you give you a little of my spin. Oh, on please don't oh, wear a tuxedo, Tom. Go ahead. No, tuxedo, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's it's cool enough that you you won't get all hot oh, like you do in the summertime. I'm going to get a bartender at the Peter and Paul to make me something I can drink before every show. Now, and make now sure you know, it's alcoholic. What? what? Now, I was, so, was kind of confused when you were going through the Peter and Paul and Elysian bar because yeah. first it, it is absolutely striking it is, it yes, is a it beautiful is. space it is. it is amazing the cocktails are great but you you said vegan yeah and i, I don't know where you were going with vegan because it's certainly not a vegan menu at all okay i mean the first there's a the first pastry chicken chef. liver pate there's wait what'd you say i said the first thing on the menu is chicken liver pate good choice yeah the um the pastry chef that went over to Peter and Paul um, uh, was serving things like um, porridge muffins. Does that make sense? I don't even know. Thank goodness. No, but that, anyway, that make, that maybe that's just maybe that's just her. Yeah. Maybe. All right, people, I mean, I'm going to go to Peter and Paul again. And I guess because I'm really not I'm really not a big dessert fan to begin with. Yeah. I mean, I'll have a piece of king cake. I'll have a bite of dessert if everyone at the table. It's not something that I go look for. I'm not uh-huh. going to go look for something sweet. But um, I, I do agree with you about the vegan references and everything. That's nonsense. I'm sorry. It's nonsense. Every, everybody in the world apparently has a gluten allergy. None, <laughs> none of the, half of them have not even been tested, but they all know they have a gluten allergy. Which that just blows my mind. That's well, you know what condition. you know what Candy said. She said, "I think some of you people just have to accept the way things are going and move on." I, I'm sorry, I'm not if going we, to. I don't. If I don't have a gluten allergy, things, I'm not getting one. I'm not allergic to anything, and I don't want vegan. Thank you. If if we accept everything the way it is, or the way it is going, we will lose everything we have, and That's what right. we have is what makes this city one of the most unique cities in not the country, but the world. Thank you. So I agree, and I don't know. I, I, you know what we should start selling? I wonder if there's a way to sell over-the-counter gluten allergy test, test kits. <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to make a small fortune But, Alan, there. here's the question. Do you really care? Like, I'm sorry, I don't really care. I care it's less. like. You know, if you want to, if you're gluten free, that's fine. 
that's fine. And if somebody wants to cook you stuff that's gluten-free, that's fine. And you know, it's right. like my niece is gluten free, and I've actually seen the spots on her. So she okay. she actually does have a thing going. She so I asked her today. I asked her today to be a guinea pig because I wanted her to test this pasta that I bought at Italy mm-hmm. when I was in California. And I look, I definitely think there is something to the gluten thing because uh, the guy from Belgard, Grayson Gill came on this show once and he said that his wheat is 23 chromosomes <clears throat> and that his that the wheat that we eat is 2300 chromosomes now i think that in the old days when food was actually food and not food mm-hmm. that was crafted in laboratories Chemicals, i think right. that there wasn't such a thing but i think there is such a thing now because well, I, I, I do think there is such a thing. Yeah. But yeah. Every, the number of people who claim to have it and don't even right. know if they have it or don't have it right. is just staggering. Yeah. But, but you know what? I was like, go ahead, do it. I don't care. You know, it's whatever, yeah, whatever just, you want to do. It's like, it's like everybody do, do what it. they want to do and everybody leave everybody that's alone. Right. <laughs> well, you're right. And it, that's just like, you know how you can tell who a vegetarian is? Because yeah. they're going to tell you 27 times whether you asked or not. <laughs> And that's fine. I don't care. You know, okay. do it. Do well, it. All right. You've made your point. You know? So, <laughs> okay. You're right. <laughs> There's, uh, you know, I, this, this used to be a big issue back when a lot of people had the problem uh, and ha- didn't know what to do. But restaurants, and this is something that I pretty much keep track of, not on purpose, but because it just comes my way. But uh, just people <clears throat> in restaurants, when people come in and they say, do you have any uh, low sodium. It, 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 they they don't hardly even need to ask it, because the right. restaurants are ready to go and do it any way they need it done. It's no big deal anymore. It used to be, but it isn't anymore. But can you imagine now, all, having to please to... <laughs> all these people? Yeah. All right. That's so right. Don, uh, I think Tom is done with this subject. Move on. He's yeah, done with sure. me. There we go. All right. Well. <laughs> Goodbye. Marianne, right. you, do, you do have that. You have that recipe, Marianne. You should. You should go back All and right. test it out. Which recipe? <sighs> the lazy jambalaya. The lazy jambalaya. All right. You know, I'm going to do it if for no other reason than to shut you up. Oh no, that <laughs> was not. That Perfect. was not part of the. Hold your hand <laughs> up. Make one. Good. I wouldn't tell him if I if I didn't think he could take it. He's a big boy. Exactly. I can handle it. All right. All right. All right, guys. Have uh, a good one. Thank bye. you. Too. See you. It's the bye. Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. We're not uh, we're not quite as strong as that just was, but I have to have some kind of fun here, don't you think so? It's yes. the Food Show. I think you we do. talk about eating, restaurants, cooking, and wine, and all the rest of it. We opened up an interesting bottle of wine uh, a few days ago, and it, I I just pulled something random out of my cellar. I, my cellar consists of. Uh, 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 <laughs> An uh, overstuffed pantry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, exactly right. And uh, but anyway, it was a, a Spanish wine, and Spanish wines are, have always fascinated me. They they're totally different from what you're used to getting from California or France or wherever. And uh, we had a, we had it at our wedding when we got married, and uh, the, the uh, I, there's this character in it, and uh, <clears throat> and I wish I had written down. 
the name of the wine. What the character was. Yeah, yeah but it, I did like it, and it was in a, a very unusual – actually, the whole thing was kind of unusual. The color, uh, it's a red wine, was kind of almost brown, which is something that you get from wines that have – come out with some some uh, aging to them but anyway that was nice i always like uh, running into a wine that i just don't feel anything for that but looks good so there was that you got anything like that anything over at your house oh it's time oh, for a, chef a visit from hey chef Andrea. Bella. Ta-da. you betcha I <laughs> it's the food show and uh, we were just talking about espresso not espresso excuse me we were talking about all the different kinds of pasta yes. that you can get. You can get cheap nothing pasta, or you can get it with the, uh, you call it, you have a, a unique uh, phrase for it that's not coming to me. What, what do you call it? fresh them? pasta from scratch, semolina, 100% semolina. Semolina, there we go. Yeah. yeah. And, Andre, uh, do you import your flour from Italy? Uh, no, you can get here. Um, you we can. Normally, uh, I used to get from Norjo when Norjo was Norjo. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, John Peroni food, they uh, they sell that. So they're um, importing it from Italy. So it is coming from Italy. It's Italy, yeah. Italy yeah. and okay. Canada, yeah, Canada. Okay. Okay. But uh, I'm buying from Kernas. Um, they quite a few places sell semolina, but I'm buying mm-hmm. 50 pound bulk. So uh-huh. um, yeah. And uh, this morning I was at Channel 8 because we do some Michael next uh, uh, on the 27th oh, yeah. uh, charity. And this morning I did a prechatelli, prechatelli with a spezzatino. You know, I I, I love that uh, kind of pasta because tell me if that. I'm wrong, okay? Because I'm I'm just going on what I remember. But prechatelli was a long uh, a, a long round uh, string pasta, as a lot of people call it, and but it is pierced from one end to the other. It's a little hole that runs through the entire You're right. string You're right. of yeah. pasta, yeah. and you cook it like any other pasta you want to do but what's funny about it is that if you're like 12 years old or eight years old you can suck on these things and they'll start whistling but you have to be that age you have to you can be also 40 50 years old and and, and, yeah here as a matter of fact i have one of these can i try it right here (laughs) i don't think it'll hurt anything Uh, you ready everybody (laughs) no that ain't it I, i don't know I have no but, uh, idea why that happened. Um, they, that uh, must have been a bad perciatelli. And there's another name for perciatelli too. Huh? Bu- uh, bucatini? Is bucatini. That, bucatini. Is that pretty much the same? That's so correct. Would you tell everybody this uh, guy Tommaso over here has uh, has finally at last picked up all of what I taught him 20 years ago when he wrote the cookbook. <laughs> and uh, and we've been selling them ever since. <laughs> you better believe it. One of the finest books has been written in North America. I'm very proud, and uh, no, you should be well. proud. <laughs> no, you're proud of it because everybody says the best cookbook has been written. But this morning I was at the Channel 8 for the um, the Samayo charity, and I made this bucatini, um, pesciatelli, and I made it with uh, a wonderful spezzatino al vino rosso toscana. It's a wonderful dish garlic with and sardines, wine. right? Toscana. I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. And that's uh, garlic and sardines, right? No, no, no. No, I'm just. Yeah, you know no. what? Wait a minute. I, I, I know. I, I, that's, what, that's what I'm thinking, Doug. I'm thinking. Okay. Come on, let the guy talk. Go ahead. But yeah. uh, no, thank you so much. But I like to um, celebrate. Let everybody know a new program that uh, the whole entire world and the audience. And um, I, I'm very, very happy to say thank you. 
Mary and Tom, and uh, your radio station. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Uh, 35 years, and we celebrate this wonderful menu. And uh, you have a tortellini, a pesto, homemade fresh tortellini. You have uh, uh, a cheese ravioli uh, choices on the appetite salad, Andrea's salad. Then you have uh, about four or five different choice of the entree, pane veal, a la Milanese style with fettuccine Alfredo, homemade fettuccine, of course. High pork shank ostobuco, eggplant parmigiana, or you can have a nice, wonderful red snapper, lemon butter kepa sauce, or a beautiful roast prime rib. As you know, my background here in New Orleans has been at the rib room, and I brought it here, Andrea. Or you can have a nice, wonderful, fresh mint lobster stuffed it with a called seafood. And then dessert choice, you have a chocolate truffle cake, or zuppa inglese, or apple pie with this wonderful uh, piece of um, vanilla ice cream. That's uh, another $35.00. And I celebrate Tom and Marion for until the end of this month, January 31st. So it's a dinner, and then, of course, it's a $35. But at lunchtime, we do 19.85 for mm. two-course meal, and it's a wonderful lunch. And then this, this one, 19.85, because we opened in 19.85. So When's your actual meal. anniversary, Andrea? What's the day you actually the opened? 21st. 21st okay. of January. It's okay. a... It's a uh, what day is it? I'm looking right now. <laughs> on a Getting 20 close, uh, Tuesday. Like 10 days, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the bad news is that uh, Chef Andrea and I are almost exactly the same age. So uh, when he turns, what? He already did, did it two or three I'm days li- ago. Andrea, how was your Tom, birthday? Well, that Tom, means a little, that four or five weeks old than you. <laughs> that must yep. mean that I'm 115. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, I thought uh, you were 58. Uh, I turned 50, 58 yeah, last kidding. week. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, congratulations. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Happy thank you, Mary. anniversary. It's a wonderful. Thank you so much. And mm-hmm. we'd love to see you as soon as you can. We have a wonderful uh, lunch and dinner menu for all of you. And I say thank you again for bottom of my heart to make Andre one of your successful restaurant in New Orleans. I could have done without you. So we appreciate very much for all your support, ladies and gentlemen, Tom and Mary. And the radio station, because thank you for all your people, because, you know, they're so nice and kind to me all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're 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 good. That's a good uh, good audience. Andrea, Mama do mia. you do the prime rib on the rotisserie before you finish it in the yes. oven? Oh yeah, you do. I love uh-huh. I love yeah. Okay. I do rig, uh, leg of lamb yeah. in there, rack uh-huh. of lamb, uh, the duck, yeah. nice one, the long uh, maple leaf long island duckling. Uh, you can put a fresh, a whole fish in there. I love that. That's one of my favorite too. Uh-huh. So it's a really nice, wonderful, impressive. Yeah, piece everyone of should have a rotisserie. I, think. I, love, <laughs> I love that. We can do pork ribs in there. Uh, you can do a lot of things in there, really. Yeah. It's a wonder I enjoy right. doing that. So, very good. Okay. All right. Well, it's uh, Andrea's Red Cross Causeway Boulevard from Lakeside Mall. Wait, and let me ask you to do one more thing. When's the St. Michael's event? The 27th of this month. It's a Monday. Okay. And, and, uh, and we where are playing is it? Ticket. And we are playing the kid available, please. Uh, join us. It's a wonderful cause for St. Michael. All the money stays here in New Orleans uh, to the school, and uh, we all need support this wonderful cause. So there's going to be uh, great chefs, it, 12 great it, chefs in New Orleans that everybody still, enjoys. Uh, uh, Emerald is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, is it is it uh, over at the Roosevelt or where? At the Hilton. For years? Huh? The Hilton, yeah, Hilton. Yeah, the Hilton. Oh, the Hilton. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 okay. All right, we'll yeah, talk we'll about that some us. more in the next, in the coming uh, Absolutely. weeks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Andrea. Love you all. Ciao, gracias. Ciao. Arrivederci a tutti. Ciao, Andrea. Ciao. Well, there he goes, Ciao. Chef Andrea.
2606368 is the number. If you have any final things to say, we have just about four or five minutes. 104.5 B. No, that's, that's not his phone number. 2601. 2606368. Oh, yeah, that's that, that number. Okay. Well, this has been a, an adventuresome a and fun and, and very lively and made for what it's supposed to be fun. You know, it, unless you have people who have been murdered or something like that, you, you know, we I, don't even want to hear that. I have to do a, a I have to fulfill that promise that I made to Candy. Oh, to Candy? And I have to go to the Peter and Paul. Mm-hmm. And I have to explore their menu because Don said that it's it's not it's not what I'm thinking it is. So I'm going to have to look at maybe the lunch and dinner menu, and uh, and see about that. And what oh my this? gosh, I have a list of things I have to do now. I have to make Don's jambalaya. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to have time to do all this. But anyway, uh, I have to I have to go and 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 be more adventuresome. I have to step out and see what else is out there, particularly in the well, Marini. that strikes fear in my heart because when you're wondering what you're going to do, I would say kicking in the groin might uh, have been on your <laughs> your list. Uh, you <laughs> Actually, know, for, if we do me. another show like this tomorrow, I guarantee kicking in the groin is going to be on my list. Uh, oh my goodness! But we'll all sing the uh, the LSU's uh, my fight goodness, song. My goodness, my goodness, my um, goodness. Actually, uh. I heard I heard the fight song a, a lot yesterday evening. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I wrote a piece about a postscript to yesterday's events. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on nomenu.com or in the newsletter today, and it was an account of my experiences. Uh, having to do with the football game last night, which I have to say was a most unbelievable, um, a most unbelievable bit of entertainment. It was uh, it was football at its finest. I think it's. I've often said that college football is played from the heart and that professional football is not and i that was but i don't get any that money, was so reaffirmed that's... in my mind last night watching those guys i thought it was a a really interesting way to observe football i mean it was it was definitely different i haven't seen a college football game and i can't even tell you how long prior to last night, but it will not be the last one that I've seen, and I, I was really enjoying it. I enjoyed the game. I didn't enjoy the the hamburger so much, but um, that's what you get when you have uh, a meal in the lobby of a hotel that is not particularly known for its food and is just there pretty much to serve the people who are staying in the hotel, and also when you are at a big event like that. Do you know where I almost had my final meal of the evening last night? Or I should say the first meal of the day today because I got home at like 2 o'clock in the morning and I Mm. was on the road at 1 o'clock and almost popped into the Popeyes on Canal Street. And I decided that... That I was going to go and have maybe some dirty rice or something. I didn't want a chicken sandwich, but um, the line was so unbelievably long. It's all over Popeyes, all over town. Uh, at Popeye's at 1 o'clock in the morning last night, which you kind of had to see coming 
with all the people that were wandering around on the streets. But uh, but I did not do that because I didn't want to put my car someplace and have it no, get towed. No, no, yeah. Anyway, most interesting happened. evening last okay. evening, and uh, we are done with the show, so we we'll will be back. be back tomorrow. Yep, we always yes. do. Thank you for listening. Two six zero. Oh, I'm not even going to say the number. WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.